This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Do you like child hunger? That's right, you don't. So, if you want to fight child hunger, go to www.gofundme.com slash pbphotwings and donate some money today. All the proceeds go to the charity. And on November 12th, you get to watch the host of the Passersby podcast and Dev from Snake Oil Comics and Shot of History eat some of the hottest hot sauces known to man. Live on Facebook, help fight child hunger and watch some idiots eat some hot wings. Once more, that's www www.gofundme.com slash pbp hot wings welcome to shot of history Boys, if we want to win this war, you're going to need to jack off into this cup. <laughs> I need a safe place to whip out my titty. I, there's nobody here. All right, uh, welcome back to Shot of History. I'm your co-host, Drake. I'm Stephanie. And I'm the saddened color man, Big Dev. <laughs> uh, today, we're, we're kind of switching up from our usual, um, how we do the show and everything. Uh, we recently had a close friend of all of ours and a friend of the show um, die uh, last week. Of, well, when we were recording the show, it was about a week ago. Um, so, and uh, anyone that's listened to the show enough uh, has probably heard us talk about Gary Reed. Um, he uh, uh, he was we're we're all based out of the um, the Michigan area. And he uh, was pretty much instrumental in creating a uh, independent comic book scene here in the Michigan area. And, um, you know, all of us are, uh, Steph, Devin, and I, we're all kind of comic book nerds. So we're kind pretty... Kind of comic book <laughs> <laughs> Like the yeah, biggest comic book nerds. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he, um, you know, is we all knew him, and he was a mentor to pretty much everyone in the uh, you know in the Metro Detroit area or the Greater Michigan area, um, that met him and knew him and everything, and uh, so we're gonna kind of do a tribute episode to him today, um, and talk about how we knew him and everything. Yes. Well, why don't Trike? Why don't you start honestly? Because I feel like you you were probably the closest to him out of all of us. Oh, the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, so with Gary, uh, you know, we, we obviously had the, the comic thing in, in common and everything. Um, but he was also like really into history. Mm-hmm. So at, uh, at a lot of the cons and everything, um, you know, we found a lot of common ground there where we talk about history and yeah, anyone that listens to the show and you guys, when I kind of get on my history kicks, I get like really excited and, uh, you know, it's like. It's awesome. It's like the thing that really excites me. Um, and uh, with Gary, he was kind of the same way. Like when we talked to cons about history, we'd both kind of get really excited about it and, you know, um, kind of exchanging stuff we knew about history. And I was like, oh, cool. I got to check that out. And, 
you know, Gary would be like, oh, that's that's really cool. I got to check that out, you know, and we'd both get really excited. And uh, even in, in kind of like grad school, like with other history, like graduate students, um, I always kind of felt like like a freak because I got so freaking worked up and excited about history. But when I'd hang out with Gary and kind of talk to him about it, um, you know, I didn't I didn't feel like a freak, you know, because he did the same thing. So it was always cool to to talk to him about history at cons. And um, you know, so we we talked about that a lot. He was also like an adjunct professor at um Henry Ford Community College, uh, and I think Washington College. And um so and you know, having the masters and loving history, I always wanted to teach, you know, at uh at college. So a lot of times we talk about that and I'd be like, Hey, you know, what do you think about this? Does this sound good? You know, like when I was applying for jobs and, um, you know, for like part-time adjunct jobs, uh, you know, I'd kind of run stuff by them. And then, um, if I was looking at different programs, like maybe I should go back and get some more graduate education to kind of expand my horizons. I'd have, I'd send him a link for the programs and kind of look at them and, um, you know, he'd, he'd kind of coach me on it. Like, well, this sounds like a good deal or, no, this isn't a good idea because, um, you know, uh, this isn't really going to help you out. It's kind of like a basic thing, and they're just kind of calling it a graduate program or graduate course. So he um, really kind of, like, mentored me in a lot, you know, of that kind of stuff. And and the comic book stuff, too. Um, I think a lot of the people in the area know him from, uh, you know, kind of he was a mentor to all of us in the area as a, uh, you know, independent comic creator and, and, you know, all of us that want to break into the industry. And a lot of people got their start with uh, Calper Press um, with Gary back in the day. A lot of people there are, like, really being famous now. And um, so, you know, he was always there to mentor all of us. And it's like he was Gary Reed. He didn't have to give any of us time, uh, you know, like the time of day or anything. But the thing that made him Gary Reed is he always took the time to mentor us and teach us. And, you know, that's just who he was, you know, like above everything else, he was a teacher. Um, the last email I have from him is when he's talking about how much he loved being a teacher. And uh, I think that was like, you know, really true to his character. Cause I think that's why he did, you know, he made time for everyone and, and took the time to mentor everyone because, you know, when it's, you know, in his core and in his heart, he was a teacher and he wanted to help everyone. And, um, you know, he, he always made time for us. So. And and that's the experience that I had with mm-hmm. him as well. Like when I first met him, I had talked to Travis. Um, I was looking at, you know, interviewing some creators from Michigan. And this is back before, you know, I had even started thinking about writing comic books. I was just doing, you know, podcasting and, and articles and Travis is like, you know, you really need to talk to Gary. So I just messaged him like, oh, whatever. Like, we'll see if he messages me back. And he got like, he was out of town on some vacation. He got back to me like right away. And he's like, yeah, I'm on vacation now. But, you know, when you get back or when I get back, let's, you know, let's talk and we can get something set up. I was like, cool. awesome. I was like really shocked because I'm like, he doesn't even know who the hell I am. I'm like nobody. And so I ended up doing an interview with him. Uh, for the old publishing company that I worked for. And um, that website is no longer up, which is really sad. I do have a copy of it, luckily, on my own computer at home. So <laughs> like, there's proof that it exists. But it, for me, it was that's how our friendship started. He was just super nice to me. And he had really good advice um, for people who are looking to break into the industry. And 
every time I saw him at a con, he was always friendly, always, you know, happy to see me. And just he always had time for everybody. And that is one of the things that you don't expect out of somebody who's on that level, you mm-hmm. know. So, I mean, that truly just speaks to his character as a human. And I, and I don't know him as a professor, but I'm sure his students probably loved him. Like he just he just loves to be in that role of of teaching, which is that's a rare thing. Not a lot of people like to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, you know what? We didn't do our. Sh- we need to do our our shot. Yeah, yeah, we can we, use a we, shot. We for yeah, <laughs> I, I think we could all use a shot here. So we're doing this for our friend Gary. Um, you know, we'll miss you. Cheers. Cheers. Smooth. Yeah. That one went yeah. down much smoother than some of the other ones. So. <laughs> it's a high rye. It's very, very Bernie. <laughs> and I'm not talking the political candidate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I probably, I have very little interaction with Gary, but the, the interactions that I did have were, uh, I mean, they were pretty, uh, you know, they, they made an impression on me that, uh, because if anybody that's talked to Gary enough, you can kind of get the fact that he's a little bit jaded about the comic industry because of how Caliber kind of rose to fame. And then you had the big uh, collapse of the industry. And then he was just starting to come back. And he was always very guarded about um, coming back and, and trying to get into the but he w- into the comics industry. But he was always 100% dedicated to helping anybody that wanted to break in. And uh, it, it was, it, it's funny to sit there and listen to him and, and talk to someone that's, you know, like Travis uh, at C2E2. They were, you know, him and Jacob were talking about all these things they want to do in the comics industry. And Gary's like, yeah, well, but, you know, this and yeah, but this, but, you know, maybe, you know, if you do, maybe you take it at this, this angle and maybe take it at that angle. And you could tell that he was, he, he wanted to coach whoever came to him, like, this is how I did it. This is what happened. This is where you need to go. And he, uh, he just had a passion for what he was doing. And, you know, even talking to him, I, we were at a con down in this area and it was kind of slow. And I went over to his table just to kind of get an idea of some of the books that he had on the table. And there were a lot of them. A ton. (laughs) And (laughs) he knew about each and every one of them. Like, you know, most publishers, they'll just be like, oh, well, this is this title and this is this title and not really. I mean, Gary had an intimate knowledge of everything. Whether he liked it or not, he knew that title. And uh, just to listen to his passion, even on the books that he didn't like, uh, it was it was absolutely amazing because you could tell he was someone that just loved what he did, even though – you know, from time to time on the surface, he was a little bit jaded about the situation. So it'll be uh, it'll be hard not seeing him at the con con, mm-hmm. con circuit anymore. Yeah, it's a it's it's a pretty huge loss. And I mean, it's a huge loss for his family. He had you yeah. know, his gorgeous daughters and his wife. And I mean, he, t- he touched a lot of people's lives. And that's, I think, <clears throat> what makes it a little bit harder. Yeah. He was just a good guy. Yeah. Mm. I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying not to cry really hard right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, 
I don't know if we, we talked about too much about what Gary did in terms of his history in comics. Um, you know, Gary, he was the founder of Caliber Comics. Um, he took over Dead World. Uh, it wasn't originally his title, but he did take it over and, and raise it to be his own thing. Um, and, you know, when the market kind of collapsed, he kind of went away for a little while. And then he came back kind of in a big way with licensing uh, with uh, the Dead World Soda that we're enjoying yeah. here at the end of the show. So uh, it's, he does, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, they've they've watched The Crow how many times they don't realize that was a comic from Caliber Comics. Um, right. There's so many things that Caliber has touched that people just don't, they, they just don't realize. I mean, Brian Michael Bendis, he was a Caliber Comics guy. Um, the list goes on and on. Uh, Dirk Manning was a Caliber Comics guy. At yeah, one he point did uh, Right or Wrong. Yep, was originally published through through uh, through, through Gary. So yeah, think, yeah. Um, Alan Moore and uh, Neil Gaiman they have some Caliber stuff yep. back before they got super huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Mark Bloodworth, Jason Moore. Um, yeah, just a ton of people. You look at like a lot of people that. They got big after, uh, you know, early 90s. A lot of them started at Caliper. Yeah. And they still talk about Caliber like it's. And they love it. Yeah. You know, like a lot of of guys that you talk to that used to work for Marvel or DC, they hate it. (laughs) Right, right. You know, they really hate both those companies, but everyone had this admiration and love for Caliper and for Gary. Yeah. So it was was really cool, especially it's like 30 years after they worked there and they still love Gary and, you know, love the company and. Can kind of see them light up when you talk to any of the the older guys that started Caliber. You know, their eyes kind of light up, and you could tell it's like one of the best times of their life was, you know, being an artist or writer or editor or something at Caliber. Yeah, so. being able to create, and especially when you're working with you know more of an, an indie company, being able to create and work with somebody who understands, even if they don't like your work, like you were saying, right. he he respected people's work even if he didn't like right. it and that's hard to find because yeah. there's a lot of publishers if they don't like your work even if it's of value and quality if oh that's this type of book we don't yeah, want yeah. it yep. you know they they don't see the vision because it's not in their vision and right. clearly gary had a vision for the company and it wasn't right. just a narrow tunnel it yeah. was it was broad and he wanted to allow publisher or people who wanted to be published they they had a place to try there. Mm-hmm. There was it was open to anyone, and if he thought it was good, like quality work, not mm-hmm. even if he didn't like it, right. I mean he would take it on. Uh, which is good example so of rare. that is uh, Travis, our mutual friend Travis. He uh, he has his book uh, Bayani and the Nine mm-hmm. Daughters of the the Moon, mm-hmm. and uh, when he pitched it to Gary, you know, Travis was very candid about this on a post that he had. Um, but he was like, yeah, I, you know, I gave it to Gary. Gary flipped through it. He's like, I like the story, but I hate the art. <laughs> but he still gave Travis a chance, you know, the, right. to, to publish that book, even though he hated the art. He didn't, you know, and he did say, you know, clearly the person that drew this is a master of their craft, but it's just not, it's not what I like. Right. So, it's not what he likes to see. But he still, you know, God bless him. He He allowed, you know, Travis to, you know, forward on with that book and, be a part of the caliber family and it's doing well. So, I mean, you know, Gary yeah. knew even though it wasn't something that he would buy, it would sell. Exactly. Right. And 
a lot, a lot of publishers will not do that. They just won't. If they no. don't see it, if it's not to something to their liking, they'll just turn you away. So, right. <laughs> so again, just a testament to how yeah. awesome he was. Um, you know, a little bit of cross promotion, if we will. Uh, Snake Oil, the show that that I did, that I do still. Um, we had a back in November, so. A uh, little less than a year ago, we actually got the chance to sit down and talk to Gary uh, at the shop, and it was when he was really promoting more Dead World Soda. But he was there with a bunch of guys from Dead World, and uh, if you aren't familiar with him and you want uh, a better idea of just how much passion he had through the typical Gary jadedness of the industry, uh, feel free. Uh, it, we just released it uh, on the... Would that be the 7th? Yeah, the 7th of October. Or look up episode 78 of Snake Oil Comics. It's still out there. Um, and you can actually get to hear Gary talk about being in the industry and working with uh, McFarland Toys for a little bit and doing, you know, just doing. There was so much name dropping that uh, we had to put on hip waiters to, to get through. <laughs> the names. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. I mean, you know, not to not to slight Gary on the le- the least, but I mean, he just he was everywhere, and he you know, and it's it's a huge loss. Um, and it, it's weird to see all these big names uh, put in their memories of Gary because you're like, I didn't realize this person worked with Gary. I didn't realize this person worked with Gary. So, but uh, that's all I got. I've got no more on Gary. I, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's, a, it's a super hard topic to talk yeah. about. And um, I just know that our Michigan community here is never going to be the same. And that's, yeah. it's it, it, like our family, it, our family lost somebody. It's, yeah. it's, that's hard. That's it. I don't. I don't want to cry. So much <laughs> yeah, I think we can. <laughs> just, I think I we can leave this show where it is, uh, unless Trico, you have anything else to add? Um, and I get. I'll pull up the. It was a, like the last email I got from Gary. I was trying to kind of paraphrase it, but uh, um, it was like he was talking about uh, like how much he loved teaching. Let me see if I can pull it up here. You got it? Yeah. Okay. It's trying to pull it. It was just like we have uh, like tri- Trico's also trying to compose himself a little bit. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me go into here. Um, Cause uh, he, he just like really, really loved teaching. Um, I thought that was, uh, cause uh, there's a lot of teachers, but a lot of them don't really like, you know I mean? They're just kind of, it's a nine to five thing. I, I yeah. used to work, um, in basically as a teacher and most of them used to like it and now they just hate it because we best be careful there is a teacher in the room. <laughs> well, no, I, it's, it, it's, you start off, yeah. you, nobody goes into teaching cause they're just like, oh, I'm going to make so much money. You don't make money being a teacher. Not in the United States. You no. Don't. <laughs> so you do it because you have that passion and that joy. Yeah. 
And it's when you do it long enough, it's very easy for you to lose it. Yeah. I, I've seen the sparkle in people's eye fall away very mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. So um, the fact that he kept it so long is it's he really, really loved it. <laughs> well, I think to a certain extent that what Gary was teaching was I mean, he was teaching people that were wide eyed about the industry and, you know, they were coming and they were coming to this legend of the comics industry and lear- learning how to write from from Gary Reed. So, you know, I'm I'm sure that some of that had to do a lot with him keeping that uh, that love of teaching because these people True. were coming in to him and trying to learn as much as they could. And, um, you know, it, it probably kept that spark alive a lot longer than it would in most professors or even grade school teachers. Very, very true. You know, grade school teachers, the kids are forced to be there. They hate it. Yeah. (laughs) I hated it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yes, there's one of the last emails I got from Gary. Uh, It kind of started out like, you know, picking his brain, like, well, should I do this program? Should I go back and try and get a PhD? Like, what should I do? Because he worked in academia for forever. So I was always like, what do you think the best move would be? And um, so... uh, you know, he kind of responds like, eh, you know, the PhD thing. And, uh, but then, uh, it was kind of funny because he, he says, uh, I started off as a history major, but abandoned that as no idea of what to do or as that he had no idea what to do with it. Uh, teaching was never an option for me as, uh, I thought the, as the, uh, the thought of standing in front of students was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a teacher for like years. I I never knew that. I knew he was kind of shy at cons, like you know, um, very like stoic. But I I didn't realize he was that afraid of public speaking. Um, but uh, he said I really enjoy the teaching, um, and I think biology is the best class to teach because you can talk about anything biology related and related to di- to today's world. And I try to do that a lot. Plus, with the labs, you have lots of opportunities to talk with the students. Maybe that's why I have a much higher view of today's youth than most people in my generation. I always joke about how teaching is for my pension, but it's something I really love to do. So I thought that was really So really he was cool. a biology teacher, not a writing teacher? Yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, he taught biology crazy. at college. Yeah. He's, that's even crazier now. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you can yeah. relate to that. Well, not to the teaching, but to well, the biology to, stuff. Yeah, usually people hate themselves when they're a biology major. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, again, if, if you have a passion for it, it yeah. makes it easier to teach. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, well thanks crazy. for sharing it. Oh, yeah, no problem. Sorry it took so long to find. No, it's a, eh. yeah, it is we, what it is. We, all we got is time right now yeah. for recording, so <laughs> we're good. Um, but, yeah, why don't right. we, I think... Do we really want to do that? No, no. I just think we should just wrap. <laughs> yeah, it up I think today. we should. Mm-hmm. I think we should wrap it up. Uh, but before we do that, I think we should pop open these delicious Dead World sodas. They're orange, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And I never drink pop, but the orange Romer from Dead World Soda. Here's to Gary. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. Um, until next time, I'm Trey. I'm Stephanie. And I'm the Color Man Big Duff. <laughs>